Welcome to the Fuck Trauma podcast with me, your host, Candice Tamara. I'm a trauma mindset coach and I am on a mission to help you free yourself from your past and create the secure, loving and healthy relationships with yourself and with others that you truly deserve. Let's dive in. Hello, let's talk about giving with expectations. So as anxious attachment style, we tend to overgive. And you know, actually we're overgiving from a place of anxiety rather than giving to just give. And we're giving from a place of anxiety in a way of like kind of overcompensating, making sure, you know, that that they won't leave us. And also we tend to give with expectations because we're looking for reassurance. Now, the expectation is the reassurance. And you guys might not even realize this. I know I didn't realize it when I was actually attached. I had no idea. I thought I was just this super giving, nice person. And actually, this is why I want to challenge you on that. And, you know, there's no judgment here. This is, it's all a trauma response. It's not, um, it's not your fault, but I just want to point this out to you because it's, it's really important. And, you know, it impacts your relationships because it causes problems because you're giving and when you don't get it back in return it can you know trigger you it can trigger your anxiety it can trigger your disappointment it can um really upset you it can cause arguments it can cause conflict it can cause so much different things in your relationship and also it can feed into the idea of like you know this neediness this kind of thing and, and almost like that you're creating drama in your relationships and the other person won't necessarily understand you know they'll see it as surface level but actually it's the level underneath is that you're actually really needing something in return because you're needing the reassurance you're ne- you're needing their security and it's that neediness again that then goes on to cause conflicts in your relationships and and upset and and upset to you of course disappointment to you resentment to you it doesn't feel good in any shape or form so i want to give you some examples of this and you know kind of help you to kind of see that so for instance have you ever been in a relationship or any kind of relationship this can happen but perhaps you know you you tell them that you love them and maybe they don't always say it back now obviously we're assuming that this person does love you um but you know as actually attachment style because we are so fearful and we need that reassurance we might tend to say i love you more than an average person more than a secure person because a secure person actually doesn't always need to say I love you it's kind of just you know given that they do because they're secure that's what I've realized and 
you know, an avoidant also doesn't necessarily need to hear I love you all the time as well. But as anxious attachment style, because we have fear there and we need that reassurance all the time, we tend to say I love you a lot. Or, and we kind of, and when we say it, we want to hear it back in return. And often if we don't hear it back in return, it can cause trigger. It can cause us to be upset. Like we're triggered. Oh my God, they don't love us. Oh my God, they, they didn't, you know, what happened there? Like it triggers that abandonment wound for us. Now, of course you want to hear, you want somebody to say that they love you. I get that. I'm not saying that you don't want to hear it back. But sometimes people are not always going to do that. You know, I, I know that when I was actually attached, I would say I love you to people constantly. Every time I messaged someone, I was loving them. I was whatever. And that was just, you know, my way. And sometimes I would notice when people wouldn't say it back to me, it used to trigger me. And what I've had to learn is actually a lot of people don't need to hear it so much. You know, we do. So actually a lot of the time when we're saying I love you to someone, it's actually because we want to hear it back ourselves. We want that reassurance ourselves. So this is why I'm asking you to think, have you ever said I love you to someone and then got really upset when they haven't said it back or, you know, needed them to say it back? You know, that feeling inside of you of, oh, they didn't say it back. Oh, you know that feeling. You know it. That's giving with expectations because actually somebody should be free to tell you they love you when they want to tell you they love you, not when you expect it and not when you prompt them to say it. I hope that is landing for you. So yeah, so have a little think, has that ever happened for you? Another aspect of this is compliments, right? Have you ever been in a relationship or relationship where you might have complimented someone or your partner, and you're hoping that they'll compliment you back, you know, maybe you're looking nice or something, or maybe you're kind of missing that kind of words of affirmations, and you're hoping that they compliment you back, and then they don't, and you get really upset, and maybe you send out some kind, kind of passive, passive aggressive remark, is this landing, this is also given with expectations, because you're giving the compliment to get compliment back you're not giving it genuinely, because you just want the person to know what you want to tell them, just like with the I love yous, you're not just saying I love you because I love you, you're you're doing it because you you want it back. It's the same thing with gifts. Have you, you know, perhaps if you're a gift person, you know, and everybody has different love languages. So these are other things to bring into it, you know. You might really value gifts. You might show your love in gifts, but somebody else might not show their love in gifts and you might get upset because you didn't get the same level of gift in return. Has that ever happened? Then what about texting? Texting is another one. You know, as anxious attachment style, we are very responsive because we are so on edge. We're so anxious. And, you know, we kind of expect people to respond straight away because we respond straight away. This is giving with expectations. Like, you know, this is your way of doing things. It's not their way of doing things necessarily. And the only difference is that anxiety. So you're, it's just that fear that you're needing their reassurance constantly. 
how is that landing for you guys hopefully it is there will be like so many other ex uh, examples that maybe you'll think of here and what I've done is I've created some journal prompts to help you to um, recognize in what relationships this is coming up for you and where you are giving with your expectations you know and what that looks like for you because it doesn't feel good for you to do right it just doesn't and it causes you probably more anxiety more hurt more disappointment in the long run so actually this is where I want you to recognize where you're giving with your expectations and then be able to give just from a place of security in yourself like give out of kindness that, that I, I want to give this and it doesn't matter to me what comes back and I know it's a hard thing to do I do but it's something you can practice over time but the first step is by recognizing where this is happening for you and where you're doing this because it will impact your relationship with yourself and with, with others. So the journal prompts are where, number one, where and with who do you give with expectations? The clue here is, it's where you might find yourself feeling resentful or upset, you know? Perhaps you, you know, we tend to be really responsible for others. We like to fix others. And then when somebody is not actually there for us, when we need them, we can feel really resentful, you know, or really upset. You know, if people are not giving back what we need, we can feel that way. And I'm not saying, you know, you shouldn't expect people to give back to you. You absolutely should. But you need to watch you because only you can control you right so you have to check where your intentions are coming from with your giving so if you're giving from a place of expectations then you're the only one that's going to get disappointed and upset there nobody else so this is where you have to adjust that for you for you no one else because that is your only responsibility so if you see that oh I'm not getting the same in return and actually I'm giving from a place of expecting something you have to change how much you're giving and what you're giving you can't force or fix or control somebody else to give more which is what we tend to do right um okay so that's the first journal prompt the second is what is the expectation what are you wanting in return? So is it the I love yous and you're wanting someone to say it back in return? Is it something else that I haven't mentioned, which very much can be? What is it? And is it that you want the reassurance in return? Or even the thing with time, for instance, you know, we give up, we tend to keep ourselves really available for someone and we'll, we'll drop everything at a, at a hat for someone and then we get really resentful when someone doesn't do that for us we're giving with expectations we need to protect our time and our space and give what's free to us to give not so that somebody does it in return for instance you know again that comes down to reassurance for perhaps you want to spend all the time with someone and you give up all your weekend free you keep it all available for this one person right and then they're not free. They go and make plans with someone else and you feel disappointed, resentful. How can they do that? I don't do that for them. You know, that is giving with expectations because you're expecting because you do it that they should do it too. Of course, people should give you enough time, but you're doing it from a place of fear 
you're keeping your plans available out of fear because you want them to spend every minute with you because when they spend every minute with you, it soothes your anxiety. It, you feel reassured. It's that reassurance again. So have a think about that. You know, what are you wanting in return? Reassurance, them spend all their time with you so you feel reassured. It always comes back to that. The number three is what is a comfortable amount to give? And the clue here is what would you give if you knew you wouldn't get anything back in return? Ask yourself that. And then the final journal prompt is what changes need to be made to ensure you are not giving with expectations? Trust me, guys this is going to make your relationships more balanced and it's going to make you feel better and them feel better and lessen your anxiety because you're not overgiving. You're not giving with expectations and putting that pressure on the relationship. Hey, I hope you found this useful. And if you did enjoy this mini training and you want more, great news because you can head over and sign up for my brand new Secure in Love membership. This membership has so much value. It's unbelievable. Like I really want it to be great for you guys. So let me tell you what it's got in it. It's got every month there'll be a brand new mini training. So this training that you just had, it's literally just come from the membership. Um, they won't be on my podcast in future. They will just be for the membership. But every month you will get a brand new mini training with journal prompts for different topics for anxious attachment and for your relationships and coming from a secure place. Um, that will be monthly. Not only that, you will get the access to come on to a live Q&A with me every month where you'll be able to submit your questions, anything that you want to ask, or you'll even be able to be on the call and ask me the questions directly, and I will answer whatever you need guidance on. And on top of that, you will also have access to a group chat where you can be around like-minded people that are experiencing the same symptoms as you, and you can support each other, as well as me, of course, I'm in there too. Um, it's just a super incredibly supportive place to be. Um, and you'll see that like everybody is experiencing the same things as you. It's going to bring you so much comfort. On top of that, you'll also get exclusive access and discounts to any events or programs that I run. Yeah, this is insane. And the good news is that I've actually really want it to be accessible to, to as many people as possible um, because I know so many people need the guidance and help in this area. You know, I get messages all the time. So I've kept the price really low. At the moment, the price is remaining as like £33 a month, which is like 39 USD. 
dollars it's insane like literally and it's a it's a membership that you can come into and you can cancel any time um it's really important that you just I just wanted to make sure that you could just use it for what you need to use it for um so yeah so if you're interested in joining and you want more mini trainings like this and you want to be able to ask for my guidance and questions and have this in supportive cheerleading group of support then head over to my website www.candiestamaracoaching.com and you can sign up there of course if you have any questions let me know thank you for listening to the fuck trauma podcast with me candice tamara if you enjoyed this episode please feel free to share it on your socials and let people know and if you have any feedback please feel free to share it with me at candice tamara underscore on instagram and if you haven't done already hit the follow button and follow the podcast because it's going to be full of juicy juicy juiciness that you do not want to miss until next time see you then